0: and give you the skills and confidence to get the score you want on your MCAT test day. Learn more about Blueprint MCAT at blueprintprep.com slash MCAT. Now, just like the last two weeks, which if you haven't heard those, go back and listen, we are covering a kind of grab bag of topics today. Historically, we've done specific sections of the test, whether it's uh, biochemistry or uh, physics, whatever, we're doing a grab bag today to mix it up, keep you on your toes, and move forward. So let's go ahead and jump right in. All right, Brian, week three in our grab bag of science for the MCAT. Again, to to let you know, again, if this is the first time joining us, go to the MCATpodcast.com slash 48, and you can download the handout and follow along with us. So the first question today, 47, I'll go ahead and start with this one. Which of the following statements, if true, least accords with social construction theory? So just that question alone makes me mad. If true and least are are those kind of, we're going to get you. And this is where this, this whole thinking of the MCAT's out to trick you comes from. So anyway. Yeah. Anyway,
1: well, I I hear you, Ryan, and I'm I'm not going to dispute the point because you're absolutely (laughs) right that it can get a little twisty. That that if true bit it just tells you don't argue with the choices, um, and is kind of standard test maker talk. Like don't 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 fight with me about A. Just accept (laughs) that A is true, and then tell me whether or not that sounds like social constructionism.
0: Okay. All right. All right, so let's read the the choices here. Answer A, the inclusion of many social networking features in the typical smartphone is a result of the value systems of those who designed it. B, an art film containing several scenes depicting explicit sexual activity is marginalized because no, quote, good member of a society is willing to view it. C, World War II is seen by most Americans over the age of 50 as, quote, the last good war in which the U.S. was unequivocally on the side of justice. Or D, the high value of the automobile is enabling personal autonomy are the, sorry, let me reread that one. The high value of the automobile in enabling personal autonomy is universal across widely desperate societies. So again, okay. reading the question, which of the following statements, if true, least accords with social construction theory?
1: And not social construction. Ryan, do you have a guess?
0: Um, I have no clue.
1: So social construction theory, the idea that society is is just built, built by the people in it, uh, you know, made up of of just, you know, multiple kind of people interacting through systems, primarily language. Okay. And that, of course, each society is just built by the people that make up the society. So least construction, what would not fit that? Well, the one answer choice that stands out as, as something that's presenting a fact as, as if it were some absolute law, we had in answer choice D, the word universal. Mm-hmm. And you see any words like universal uh, or, or any synonym thereof, that's certainly not social construction theory. So answer choice D would be the right answer here. Whereas all these others are about kind of the opinions of the people in a society or the behavior of people in a society, constructing the society out of those interactions. Interesting. Mm -hmm.
0: Okay. What section, would you find this in, would this be psych
1: Yeah, this is a pretty standard sociology question. They're going to want you to be able to kind of rattle off the definitions of of various views of society, things like social construction theory or conflict theory, feminist theory, um, social interactionism or functionalism, it's sometimes called. Um, And they won't literally just be like, what's the definition? They'll do something like this where they present you with scenarios and ask you to pick something that best fits or at least fits Mm -hmm. the definition. Okay. Um, Okay, so I get an easy one here, a short one (laughs) to read anyway. A fatty acid is composed of a carboxylic acid head and a tail, a tail end comprised primarily of hydrocarbon groups, phosphate groups, amino groups, sulfate groups. So fatty acid, you got the acid uh, head of the molecule and then the tail. Ryan, do you remember what that that tail is made of? (laughs)
0: You're funny, Brian.
1: (laughs) Well, I figured throw it out there. give you a chance (laughs) to chime in if you remembered. No. No. So, I mean, it's made up of fat. I mean, literally the name of it, right? Fatty acid. So, you have the acid head and the fat tail. And then we just have to remember that what what a fat molecule is, is just a whole bunch of CH2s. Just CH2, 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 uh, ad nauseum. And so, that would be hydrocarbon groups, answer choice A. Okay. There you go. Easy.
0: All right, question 58. Several salmonella species are facultative anaerobes. Assuming that other external conditions are controlled for, would the expected growth rate of a salmonella colony be slower in the presence or absence of oxygen, O2? Mm -hmm. In the presence of O2, because aerobic respiration produces CO2, a byproduct that is lethal, to facultative anaerobes. B, in the presence of O2, because the final product of aerobic respiration contains more energy than the final product of fermentation. C, in the absence of O2, because the bacteria will need to produce pyruvate decarboxylase, an enzyme required for entrance to the Krebs cycle or D in the absence of O2 because these conditions result in lower production of ATP, which can fuel binary fission. I'm just excited that I was able to say pyruvate decarboxylase. It's well, <laughs> probably the first time I've said that in 15 years.
1: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, the, the names come back slowly, but they do come back <laughs> if you keep reading them enough. So, uh, Ryan, we got to remember the difference between metabolism when you have oxygen versus metabolism when you don't have oxygen um, and w- w- how you get more energy. If you were just going to, say, take a single glucose molecule mm-hmm. and you want to just squeeze all the possible energy out of it and, and you know, produce whatever the products were going to be. Um, do you remember what's more productive, aerobic or anaerobic? Um,
0: oh, man, I, I, I would assume aerobic.
1: Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. If, if you stop breathing, the reason
0: <laughs> it's kind of <laughs> hard to produce energy,
1: right? Exactly. The reason we, the reason a, a human would die after no oxygen for, you know, whatever, four or five minutes is because in the absence of oxygen, that anaerobic respiration doesn't produce enough ATP. And of course the brain is this it, just total energy hog, right? It has to have that energy constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it's the same for a bacteria, right? It, it The question was, slower? Where will the growth be slower? And so you're going to be slower in the absence of O2 because you, you're not getting nearly enough energy out of it. Okay. Yep. Makes sense. So that leads us to choice D. Yep.
0: Okay. Well, there's C and D are both absence of. Mm-hmm. So, oh, but but specifically it's saying resulting in lower production of ATP. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's the energy thing. Because in the absence of O2, you're not going to do the Krebs cycle. So C is kind of self-contradictory. It says absence of O2, but you will do the Krebs cycle. Wait, wait, what? No, that doesn't make sense.
0: All right, so there you have it. Another grab bag in the books. Again, you can go to medical school, actually the MCATpodcast.com slash 48 to download the actual handout for today's episode. MedicalSchoolHQ.net is my other website. If you aren't familiar with that, go check it out. I host many other podcasts, the Pre-Med Years, the Specialty Stories podcast, and the Old Pre-Meds podcast. You can find out everything we do over at mededmedia.com. Don't forget to check out Next Step Test Prep and how they can help you with your test prep needs. Let's talk about practice tests. I think that the number one reason that a lot of students don't do well in the MCAT is that they don't study properly. They put their head in the books and they walk up to their test day and take the MCAT. This is what they've been taught going through undergrad, is you study, 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 and then take a test. The MCAT is completely different. You need to study, you need to understand the content, but beyond that, you need to take practice tests. You need to understand the format of the MCAT. You need to understand how to take the MCAT, so you can succeed on it. Next Step has 10 full-length practice exams for you to take. Go check them out. Use the promo code MCATPOD to save some money. It's all capital letters, M-C-A-T-P-O-D. I hope you have a great week. We'll see you next time here at the MCAT Podcast.